This episode, the why of maintenance, the benefits of a regular maintenance program. The handyman pros had an epiphany. They realized that they discuss maintenance all the time, but they've never discussed why. This show is going to give you the why. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled, The Why of Maintenance. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what has been going on this week? Hey, Larry. Well... This week, um, let me think. Let me think. I'm getting pretty old. Um, oh yeah. Well, you know, I uh, I get uh, I've been doing some uh, some repair work on the on the house, and as you know, and I had replaced uh, some some decking on my uh, on on the deck, some deck boards and things like that a while ago that I had talked about, and um, I think about I guess it was a couple of weeks ago that I finally got around to staining my deck. Um, and I looked at my deck, at the you know, at just the whole structure and everything, and I was just you know just examining everything, and everything looks good. And I kind of stood back and said, you know, you know, I thought to myself, you know, hey, you know, I'm glad I've really taken care of this thing um, for for as long as I have, you know. And I'm talking probably now twenty something years, and I've only replaced, you know, maybe a handful of boards on that, <clears throat> and they really have been you know hanging in there because I've just done a lot of a lot of maintenance on it. And then it kind of dawned on me, one thing leads to another, and I thought, well, you know, I was just in Home Depot uh, looking for some other five-quarter boards, those, those five-quarter boards that you that generally, the, the deck boards themselves, and how much lumber has gone up. Now, we've talked about it before, but it is just incredible when I thought about if I had to replace all the deck boards, if I hadn't taken care of that thing, and I had to replace all those boards – how much it would cost me now to do that? So you know, this is caused short term by COVID. Do we agree with that? It's a, it's a. Well, there's, 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 there's factors. three things. There's three things that have gone on. You might mean the price of lumber. There's yeah, three things that I under, There's three things that I understand. Uh, you know, I think um, uh, part of uh, what I was what I was doing, um, I guess maybe a week ago, is researching this in the, in the money markets and all that. They they're talking about they're they're talking about really three things. One is the COVID. Um, and that was a the, shutdown of production, right? The, so yeah, COVID that was a production. COVID that was a disruption. Shutdown. That right. That's a disruption in the supply chain all the way around. The second, the second, the second thing was that um, uh, that we we've got we've had a tariff issue with with Canada. We were getting a lot of lumber from Canada, so that was driving some prices up. And then the third thing was is that they were all surprised how much DIY has been going on that's really been um, placing a lot of demand on the supply of wood. So some of the some of the things I've read now is that the supply and demand is so out of balance right now. They've never seen it, this, this out of balance in, in the lumber industry. So anyways, not to go through the whole thing, but what that does, right, is uh, Econ 101. Right, Larry? You're, you went to college. Yeah, I told you. You know, best seven years of my yeah. life, right? Yeah, yeah you passed. You, we, you know, we both passed by and waved. Um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, it was one of those It was one of those things where, you know, it that when it becomes an imbalance, the price is going to change, yep. you know, one price way or the up. other. And then this way, it's, it's really gone up. So, anyways, you know, the thing was is that 
that I was just really happy that I've really maintained the, um, you know, the outside of my house and especially that part that really gets a lot of, uh, a lot of sun, a lot of rain, you know, I mean, it's really gets hammered out there right? and it's, it's important to take care of it. So that kind of precipitated talking to us about, you know, the importance of, of maintenance. And like you said, we talk about this a lot in specifics, um, in, but we, in we haven't but talked about it really generally, long. right? We haven't we haven't gone but, over the big but picture. Not as a, but not as a not as a you know not as a, a topic a standalone topic as of itself. Right. So so you know my background does come out of along with being a handyman and, and things. I come out of the medium and heavy duty truck. I've been around equipment my whole life, right? And you've been around equipment your whole life, John. And and it's just things. Even, and we're both automotive guys to a large degree. We're automotive guys and. You know, everybody talks about preventative maintenance or maintenance in general in the in the truck world, in the equipment business world, in in airplanes, right? It's all about maintenance, right? Man, manufacturing and, everything. everything. Everything, right, is all about maintenance. And so we just decided we wanted to go over some of the reasons why you actually should have a good maintenance program on your home or, you know, on your properties or whatever it is. But but the there's there's parts to it, right? So maintenance is 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 it a pain? Yes, to a degree, but it also has a payback involved with it. Do you agree with that, John? No, oh, absolutely, and absolutely. It, it's really essential when you, when you, when you look, stand back and 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 look at this. Yeah, and it's kind of a pay me now or pay me later, right? And we've talked about the specifics on this. We've talked about. Oh, you know, things like wood rot, right? And we, we, talk, we talk ad nauseum about wood rot, at least it seems like we do. But what's the cause of most wood rot? It's either, it's either uh, you know, it's, there's always another cause. Wood, wood, wood does just rot, but mostly it's because it's wet, right? And so you're gonna, you either can ignore it and pay me later, right? Or you can address it now and pay less, right? We've talk, we talk about this over and over again. Wood rot, plumbing, PRV valves. You know, in your car, it's oil changes, right? It's it's in your in the airplanes. Mm -hmm. It's it's checking you know rivets and checking props and balances and stuff like that, like like on and on and on, right? And it all boils down, or not all. It doesn't boil down to just it, but it's pay me now or pay me later, right? You're going to either pay me now and do maintenance on a regular basis, or you're going to pay a lot more later because what happens later is catastrophic right so again our goal here as we always say is to save you time money and aggravation on your home maintenance or repair so we thought we'd have these conversations john does maintenance add to longevity of a of a of a home oh absolutely it does i mean absolutely. to your to your point just your deck boards right but what else yeah yeah well i mean everything that's why you paint a house right Correct. um you know it, you just you just need to keep up with everything and if you don't um you know, we've we said it before on the show, um, but from this topic is that you know you really want to pay attention to everything, all, all of your, all of your, all of your stuff, all <laughs> you of know? your stuff. You <laughs> know, you you wanna you wanna make sure that you are properly maintaining everything. Like I like I was saying earlier is that if I hadn't done what I did for for that for the deck outside is that you know it would cost me a, a lot of money right now to put new to to put new you know boards on that on that deck and it that just it's just not the deck it's it's everything you know it's it's that's cleaning 
cleaning behind your refrigerator, the coils, the this, you know, we talk about all this kind of stuff, but that is, uh, it's very important. Yeah. And, and effectively, it's almost like a guaranteed return, right? If we wanted to put it in financial terms. So because the future is unknown, right? Like would we, in all seriousness, I mean, I was just in Lowe's the other day and I snapped a picture. I put it on the Facebook page, but I took a picture of a two by four by eight, right? This was not the premium two by four by eight. This was the regular two by four by eight, seven dollars and 48 cents. John, back in February, what were we buying two by fours for? <clears throat> Uh, you know, I want to say they were like a dollar ninety-eight, dollar something like that. Is that right? Two dollars? Uh, I think they were about two to two fifty, just depending. But maybe, but they weren't yeah. seven forty-eight. That no, I, they weren't no, even. No, no, they no. were. Ha- they were at least at the most. They were three fifty. I don't know. I'd have to go back and pull some receipts. But they weren't. <laughs> I mean. I, I literally was sh- – I mean, I don't generally snap a picture and post it on the Facebook, and I'm not bagging on Lowe's because it's the same thing across the street. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's not like – this isn't just – I mean, I just happened to – that just happened to be where I caught it, you know, and I was like, wow. So, you know, those two-by-fours that I bought back in February were – I got a guaranteed return of almost 100% on my two-by-fours. You know, you, your deck boards, John, has there been a problem getting five-quarter pressure-treated deck boards? There, there, was, there was for a long time. The supply chain really was disrupted and uh now they're you know i think i the last ones that i bought earlier in the summer um i want to say that i i spent i think around seven or eight dollars for each each one of them now though they were only like eight or ten feet or something like now there's like 17 yeah yeah and so, I, was like, I was like, whoa. And they're hard to come by they were hard to come and by they were hard to get they were non-existent actually and they were I, I've never seen it. I've never seen the big box stores running out of lumber like they had. Yeah, to. no, me neither. Um, but what? But in this conversation about maintenance, right? About keeping things up, it's not only it's not only like these are unti- times like no other, right? I mean, we understand that, right? That these are like times like no other that we've not seen. But there's still, if you're looking at things like I don't know, I'm going to say appliances, like say you have a stove mm-hmm. or a range or something. You know, if you maintain it, right, and you take good care of it, you're A, you're being proactive versus reactive, right? So instead of fixing it when it breaks, you're keeping it from breaking to begin with. But you'll also pick off, and I think you'll agree with this, sometimes you can pick off when something's actually getting ready to die. Or you're Mm -hmm. looking at it, and even in just the process of your maintenance, we've talked about this, we talked about this in our water heater episode and a couple of other episodes, these items all have a natural date that they die on and you can go there's an as i say there's this light report from the national association of home builders that's like 75 pages that gives you the age of all the things in your home and appliances being one of them but it talks about your driveway and your stud talks about every single aspect of your home your concrete everything um i need to publish that i'll publish that on the website one of these days um but anyway um everything has a thing so if you if you want a choice, right, of what you want to repair, you know, if you if you're st- just for example, your stove's not a great example, but say it's your HVAC system or something, and say you want to upgrade, absolutely, you know, and that thing dies at least here in the south, and it's a hundred degrees outside, you know, you're you're not in a position to choose. You're in a position to this is your contractor's going to say this is what I have. This will work for your application. It's all your, you know. It's yeah, what, what are you going to do? Ar- argue when it's, uh, you know, 120 inside your house? Yeah, right. I mean, you're you're not in a position to actually choose. Where if you if you right. do your maintenance and you sort of start keeping an eye on it and you go, you know, my thing is going to die one of these days. Like, because you know your HVAC units 
20 years old, yeah, you're riding, you know, every summer you're riding well, the edge on that, Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well, this is, you know, I was in manufacturing for a long time and it, you know, this is, this is, you know, these are your assets and your right. assets need to be taken care of and your assets need to be accounted for. Um, you know, they need to have their own little, you know, if, if you're, if you're in that, uh, world to keep kind of a log book on these assets, knowing how old they are and, and, um, you know, if they're in warranty, they're out of warranty, uh, that, that kind of thing. Um, well, I will we- tell you, I'll tell you that, you know, I've seen, I've seen electric motors that, uh, you know, in, in a manufacturing business that might've been $20,000, that the people never kept track of that needed maintenance or they died and they didn't even know that they were still in warranty Oh, wow. and they went out and bought new ones. Wow. Okay. So, you know, it, it's, it's all this kind of tracking and the things that you were, that you were talking about being the, you know, preventative maintenance. Um, you know, you're not going to get caught with a, um, you know, kind of a disaster on your hands either. Well, I was uh, just going to say, we, you can avoid a disaster. That That's more like disasters. Say, we were in our water just, heater show, we talked exactly. about if a water heater breaks open, you've got a disaster on your hands. That's, I mean, that's a disaster. Exactly right. Um, that's right. Well, you've also got a disaster if you're living up, up north and it's uh, February and your furnace, furnace goes. I, y- y- yes, you, <laughs> th- you have a life-threatening disaster yeah, at exactly. that point. Having, exactly. So having both of so, us live there, right? You know, right. Like we, so, we get it. Um, you know, and then we we always talk to we always talk about uptime too. You know, and about about kind of a combination of uptime and planning and all of this stuff sort of rolls into itself. They they're they're intertwined. You know, but being able to plan a repair is certainly easier than be you know being proactive is easier than being reactive for a whole series of different reasons but you know you can schedule it at that point you schedule when you want it mm-hmm. done you don't react to it you know john do contractors ever charge extra for emergency services yeah i it's see that's a perfect example right there you know you call somebody out of bed at uh, two in the morning because you got a flood um you know you're gonna pay for that call <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no doubt. So, you know, you're, you're exactly right. Now, some things, you know, just happen, you know, but then there's other things that might've been brewing, you know, over, over time. And that was really the, 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 the crux of this show is to, you know, Hey, think, think of this in advance so that you're not caught from behind so that you can save money on these things. You can, you do have the choice of what you want to do to replace it. If you have to um, get rid of something or, you know, well, and, and and this has been put forth in some of the financial independence groups that I I follow a lot around in this too is that it actually does give you the, a better ability to actually negotiate the rates. That's and right. Things absolutely because it, it's just like with us, John. I mean, and you know this in the handyman business, right? We know that if we can plan our weeks out and plan our travel times out and things like that, which is which in our business is kind of tough, but it's not impossible that we can achieve a bit of an economy of scale if we're driving, you know, if we're not having to drive across town and then back across to the other side of town, if we can batch things together, we can we can become more efficient. And that holds true for any contracting business. Their abilities to, so they're meaning, like if you take a plumber or an electrician or anyone, they generally don't have the ability to plan their weeks out all that well because they more people are reactive than proactive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these contractors would kill 
to have it be able to be planned. If they could put a guy and they could take a guy and say, today you're here, tomorrow you're there, or today you're here and here, they're a mile apart. And tomorrow, you know, less time and wear and tear on the vehicle, less travel time, all those little killers that just eat you up in getting jobs done. They, 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 they don't get it as much as they would like to, and they'll actually, in some ways, pay you for it. The other side is if they can order, like, for example, if you need to order a new HVAC unit, they can sh- if you give them time, they can shop price. You know, they can actually go shop price on materials because believe it or not, just like everyone, they might have a month where they need to get, you know, if they got one more unit, they get a huge price discount. Say they go from 49 to 50 units or I'm, I'm picking numbers mm-hmm. out of the air. But, John, you know, it's true that there's that yes. vo- that volume discount concept in manufacturing mm-hmm. is real. And if a guy can plan that because you are have the you know, if you don't need your if you're going to replace your air conditioning this year. That gives a guy a whole year to work with it, you know, to work with working those numbers out. And it's it's got real value, which in turn allows you to negotiate a little bit better of, a, of mm-hmm. an opportunity on it, you know, on the on the particular piece that you're looking to replace versus my unit just blew up. I need you over here tomorrow. You know, what can you do for me? And the answer is going to be, I'll be lucky if I can be there tomorrow. Right. You know, so so there's that as well. What else do we got, John? Oh, no, I think that's, you know, I think that's just something that everybody needs to take a hard look at, you know, and, um, you know, I, I certainly look at these things like, like they are, you know, which they are the assets of your, of your home. Um, and just, you know, same thing with your car, you know, you want to keep a log book on your car and you've got all kinds of things that are, are important to, uh, to maintain, you know, um, it's a big piece gonna, of equipment or you're going to be on some part of this planet on that car that you want to get back and it ain't going to come back <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's going to die and you just need to you just need to do it's the same thing with everything else and that's why and that's why you uh you know you need to take a look at it because i will tell you that you can save a lot of money doing this yeah um it's, and, it's and just really being true. pro proactive on it um and and so, just save yourself yeah. a lot of ag- it's back to that aggravation yep. it just saves the aggravation it's like wow you know i I just, I don't have to worry about it. You know, mm-hmm. I looked at it last week. I mean, I cleaned my dryer vent out the other day and I took out all this stuff and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I did that because now I know it's clean and I don't have to worry about a dryer fire. You know, it's just, it's just all that little stuff. It's not a big deal. So, John, I was out in the yard the other day and uh, and the spaceship had landed and I was taking it apart and I came up and inside the hood of this spaceship, there was a sticker. It said, Jiffy Lube, replace the oil at a million AUs, which is astronomical units. Do you believe that? Have you had a similar experience? You know, I, I have, and I actually found the maintenance logbook. And there you go. So even our even our aliens are listening to us. <laughs> Folks, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email. That's questions at Handyman Pros Radio Show. Uh, go to our website. You can leave us a message up in the upper right-hand corner. Um, we are on Facebook at Handyman Pros, or follow us on Twitter at Handyman Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. 
We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Thank you.